When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. Welcome to the COB for Thursday, the 10th of February, 2022. The stuff you need to know about the day in business markets and uh, reporting season these days. I'm Nadine Blaney here with Cara Ordway. How was your day? Yeah, it was good. Pretty mixed day across the board. Those tech names uh, finishing up 2.6% on the sector on the day. Of course, energy falling into the red. Those oil prices coming off slightly. Materials in the green, financials also finishing in the green, but it's all about reporting season. It sure is. So I'll go there. I've got my watch list handy. AMP up by 5%. Uh, we'll hear more on AMP in the stock of the day in just a tick. NAB with its quarterly up 4.5%. I mean, those banking results, uh, well, the market has responded really positively to the banking updates coming through this week. Um, Look, we had uh, a few laggards, though, from reporting season. I just wrapped up an interview with the exec chair of Alliance Aviation, which was off by 5.5%, swung to a first-half net loss. Carl, what was so interesting is that was the airline. It does a lot of the fly-in, fly-out work. He said that in his in it's the first time he's had to talk to investors about COVID impacts yeah, on right. the business. They sailed through the pandemic. Yeah. They actually did really well through the pandemic. Um, but he said most of them are really confident that the growth strategy going forward is sound. You can listen to that interview. It's up online now. I just finished finished my little routine with that. And uh, another company that did not perform well after its update was ASX, down by close to 4%. And you spoke with the CEO this afternoon. Yeah, I had a chat with CEO Dominic Stevens. He, of course, has handed in his resignation for the end of the year. And the big kind of controversy around that is there's this still ongoing process or project when it comes to that chess replacement. The, bl- the costs have ballooned. I think the, the estimate was $50, $50 million and it's ballooned to $250 million. So I asked him, why was why was the end of the, the year the right time to leave, given that the project wasn't over? But he was confident. He categorically said it will be finished by next year and he wanted that transition period uh, with someone else new in the role to make sure that they hit the ground running uh, and they were the ones to, s- to switch the on button. So I guess like a, f- a fresh start almost yeah, once exactly. that gets off the ground. Okay, I, um, that's online as well if anybody would like to listen to a bit more detail on that one. Um, look, as far as... Oh, I mean, we could go further into reporting season, but I really suggest that you go to our website. And if you go to, um, you know, the section of reporting season, you can even just search for it in the search bar. We have a whole bunch of CEO interviews, a whole bunch of analysis on the reports that come through in the day. And if you don't have time for that, you can just take a shortcut and uh, go to the show notes here and we get a bit of insight coming from some of our regular guests about what's happening in reporting season. Um, but yeah, what I was going to say is that the market overall, just if we can get to that, I mean, yes, we saw selling, you know, after it hit its peak sort of uh, in the mid morning, but still up by a quarter of 1%. And that's ahead of inflation. Yes, those CPI numbers, they're expected to be hot and they, I think, core looking towards that um, uh, 6% mark and then headline around that uh, 78 mark. So, 
I think maybe expecting volatility tonight. I don't know whether that's all been priced in, given that we now have that uncertainty around the next Fed hike. Is it going to be 50 basis points? Yeah, most people I spoke with today said no. Yes. That it would actually signal alarm and that it could potentially do more damage than good in the long term. But, you know, it is a live conversation. We had Loretta Mester out overnight throwing cold water on that notion, but did say that, you know, they might have to raise rates more aggressively in this cycle than they did last time around. So volatility is possible in equities, obviously, depending on how bond markets react. Although some, again, say that it's been priced in already. Um, but I, I would imagine that currency markets could react um, really volatile, vol- you know, volatile, be volatile as well. Yeah, look, it's been f- fairly subdued, I think, in anticipation of this number. The Australian dollar has been fairly range bound. Uh, the euro has been pushing high, given what we've seen in the backdrop of the ECB turning their hawkish head. Uh, but yeah, wait and see mode for that number. Um, the Australian dollar is sitting around that 71.80 mark. Yeah, just as we record here, we do have E-minis under pressure. So this is, you know, after the market closed, uh, pre-obviously market open overseas. Um, apart from energy, commodities have been going really well. I had a good conversation with Gavin Went from Mine Life a little earlier on, and he he reckons that 150 a ton is is where on our iron ore is going to sit for a while, considering China and a normalization of demand post that Beijing Olympics. So you can listen for a, a comprehensive take on commodities via the show notes, and he includes some talk about industrial metals and how the complex is in backwardation and that uh, it looks to be really strong. Uh, really strong trade right now. We're talking of volatility. I had a chat this morning with Andrew Wylant from DP Wealth Advisory. His picks for the day were all about the opportunities in volatility. So there's three there, a couple of stocks and an ETF. But I asked him, during these periods of volatility, how often are you adjusting your portfolio? Because we think of these guys sometimes as long-term investors. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, our active fund, a daily basis, we're oh. looking at it. Okay, that's an interesting one. Um, there wasn't really any economic data here today. I mean, there was a bit of payrolls data, but not nothing to move the dial. Um, I, I guess we do hear from RBA Governor Phil Lowe tomorrow. He'll be in front of the Senate um, answering questions about monetary policy. Imagine that. And uh, likely the Australian economy and wages as well. So I think it's sort of good timing because, of course, we'll have more insight into what's happening in terms of the inflationary pulse in the United States. Um other than that, I mean, if, if you had to think of a risk event for the Australian dollar, we, we're probably looking locally to that wages print on the 23rd. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's kind of just being overshadowed at the moment by what central banks are doing and, and it's kind of driving that sentiment. Uh, the commodities market, of course, keeping the local unit slightly higher as well. But yeah. Next one on the, on the docket. Okay, so um, back to reporting season. Um, I've kept you hanging for the stock of the day. It was AMP. Uh, Koshi sat down with Henry Jennings from Marcus Today and Howard Coleman from Team Invest. Let's listen in. Problem that AMP has, apart from the fact that it is a dog and it has a number of multiple problems, and even a, a 3% rise today, let's face it, uh, is hardly the stuff of turnaround stories. Um, it has been bid for before, but the good stuff is all being demerged. So you get this kind of a scenario where the carcass is being picked apart by the hyenas. I think if you're a long-suffering shareholder, you're probably going to hold because it is showing signs that uh, maybe we're going to get a turnaround. But to be honest, we have seen these signs before and it has all ended in tears. Put the stock market aside for a moment. If I came along to you and I said, uh, I have a private business that's been doing worse and worse and worse year after year after year, We've undergone half a dozen restructures over the last 15 years. None of them have really worked. The business has just got worse. 
we've sold off all the best bits, but um, wouldn't you like to buy a piece of this business? You wouldn't even bother asking me the price. You'd say, what are you wasting my time for? And yeah. why bother? Um, there are far better places to put your money. And that was uh, Howard Coleman finishing the thoughts there on AMP not going in the portfolio. But guess what? AMP, as I mentioned, was up by 5% today. Yeah, it's interesting that the market liked that one. What's on the watch list for tomorrow? I've got Chris Conway on the trade from Marcus today. He's always got three great picks when it comes to equity markets, the technicals. He's the technical guy, so I'm looking forward to that one. James Whelan from VFS Group is also coming in on the morning, and he's got always got a thematic that he's looking at. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I like Fridays. I get the pleasure of hosting the call tomorrow with Junbei Lu from Tribeca and Mark Gardner from Macro Capital. So that'll be a good one. Um, you know, such strong talent. There's such good views. And I'm looking forward to the small caps as well. I'll be speaking to Richard Ivers from Prime Value Asset Management. He's a portfolio manager there, and he's always got some great small cap ideas. And, of course, did you forget reporting season? <laughs> How could you forget that reporting season continues? So I'm just getting my calendar open. We've got um, – look, it's not as busy, but we've got IAG. Uh, reporting tomorrow. I think we've got Baby Bunting and Arena Reit as well. Yeah, and then it really kicks into gear next week, I think. I hope you get a restful yeah, weekend, Cara, because it is. I mean, um, yeah, just uh, it's exciting, and I, I love that we get to speak with so many CEOs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, going through all the results yeah. in uh, in a short period of time can be challenging. I know many of you out there feel that way or, or come to us to help get you through the important points and we will continue to do so and we will do that live on osbiz.com.au from 8.30 tomorrow morning. See you then. See ya. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.